Hey, hey, welcome to Fire Away, Seriously Funny Conversations, the podcast where we catch up on things that make us laugh and things that make us human. We are Matt Bays and Leslie Robbins, and today we are going to talk about Kanye, Mamaw Tiny, aww, and how I'd like to be buried with my eyes open. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Welcome to Fire Away. Leslie, it is happening. We are doing it. And how about this music? Don't you love it? I love it. It makes me happy. I know. We've already recorded 55 episodes of this. Nobody knows that because we wanted to come out like pros. We started with headphones and then we were like, well, that sounds for shit. So let's try something else. So we have ordered all the things. We're also releasing these on YouTube. So we have the lighting and we look so pretty. Yeah. The amount of lights that are shining on me right now feels a little obnoxious. You have lamps shining on you, right? Exactly. Exactly. I am, as we say in Kentucky, jerry-rigging the lighting situation. Jerry-rig it. But listen, we recorded this morning. I did not notice the hair is beauteous. What a difference a couple of hours makes, you know? What a difference you've made in my life. I have no gray hairs showing at all. Zira, it looks good. Thank you. I think we should say that this podcast is about Fire away. What do you got for me? Tell me, girl, the stories, the shit that's happened. I'm going to stop cussing that we want to talk about. Okay. Thank you, Rebecca Black, because she is the first one who responded to our request to name this thing. And Mm -hmm. she said, fire away. And we were like, that's it. Even though we got a bunch more like Matt and Leslie's daily devotions, which we did not go with. (laughs) We appreciate it, but no. It was second place. 72nd. Listeners, I am on a water journey (laughs) and I'm trying very hard to drink more water. That is the biggest purple jug of water I've ever seen in my life. And you're calling it a water journey. And here's my question. When you decide a water journey, are you thinking I need to get more water in my life forever till I die, or I'm going to do this for two weeks? That's, that's a loaded question because I only do things for two weeks, but I do need to do it for my whole life because I only drink like maybe a cup of coffee and four ounces of something a day. And that's not good for you. I try to, I don't, but I try to wake up in the morning, get up, go downstairs, get a big glass of water and drink the whole thing down. And we should be drinking water because do you know that is what keeps you looking younger more than anything? I know. I mean, and we're in our thirties. We have to start thinking about these things. We're big time now. Oh, so I keep getting Instagrams from you mm-hmm. about Kanye. Yes. A lot of things Kanye, and I'm noticing that there's a little bit of a slight obsession. Have you been a Kanye fan? Are you just here for the drama? I could only list you maybe two songs that Kanye West sings. I'm not a fan, but I am a fan of the celebrity gossip. I'm here for it. And he is providing it. I don't even know where you hear all this, but I'm not seeing it. And listen, I love me some celebrity gossip. What's happening in his life? So Kanye West is married to Kim Kardashian. I knew that. One year ago, yesterday, she filed for divorce. And we're still in that process of being divorced. They're not officially divorced yet. Okay. She did file to be considered legally single 
And I don't really know what that means other than she can date maybe and not get in trouble for it or something. But can't you date anyway? I mean, she is, which brings me to a couple months ago, Kim Kardashian hosted Saturday Night Live. Pete Davidson is on Saturday Night Live and now they are dating and Kanye is not happy. Right. He does not want the divorce. Right. Now, up until about a week, I think ago, fact checks, guys, don't come at me. He was dating somebody. So he had a girlfriend. And then Kim starts dating Pete Davidson and he wants his marriage to be saved. All the while, he still has his girlfriend and he's saying this on social media. I want my marriage to work. God help me, you know. And then he starts coming after people who he thinks is on Pete Davidson's side. Lauren Michaels, who is the director, producer, whatever of Saturday Night Live. He's like 100 years old. What do you mean coming after 100 years old? Because. <laughs> what what does coming after him look like? Calls him out on social media. Okay. Like, right. Says, but- basically fire Pete Davidson or your, or else. He's telling Lauren Michaels to fire Pete Davidson for dating his ex-wife, very soon to be ex-wife. You got it. Okay. Anybody who's friends with Pete Davidson is an enemy of Kanye West. Well, Pete, uh, sorry, but Kanye called and uh, we're going to have to let you go. Yeah, exactly. I think, and I think he truly believes that is how it would work. So Kanye is blasting people on social media And as soon as I send it to you, he deletes it. So you can't even see what he's sending because it's deleted. Well, when I went to his um, page the other day, because you had sent me something, there were only like four things on his whole Instagram. Because he's deleting it. He's deleting everything. So he's a bad boy, misbehaves. And then somebody either calls him and Mm -hmm. says, knock it off, take that down. And then he does. But he's threatening people in these posts. Yes. Wow. Kanye, it makes me like him more. I know. So that's why I'm sending it to you to keep you relevant, to keep you hip and cool. Yes. Because Speaking listen, of relevant and cool, let's watch a show called 1883. <laughs> I can't. I can't watch a show that old. And I can't watch people ride around on horses and be cowboys and cowgirls. And it's Tim McGraw and what's her face? Faith Hill, who disappeared about... 10 or 15 years ago. I mean, she was at the tippy top of her career. And it was shortly after she got with Tim McGraw, which I have always held him personally responsible for. (laughs) I'm not going to watch that show. I'm not going to watch it. I'm watching Homeland right now. And Homeland is just, it's too much for me. I keep having bad dreams and it's a lot. It's a lot. I have a show for you. But I'm going to keep watching it. It's called... Only murders in the building. Really? I've never even heard of that. I know because it's on Hulu and it's Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Yes. I I have heard of it, but I think you're saying the name of it wrong. Only murders in the building. Only murders in the building. Well, Mm -hmm. because we're at that age where you have to be careful. You think something's called something. Like my mother calls it zero Coke. We're at that stage. Right. Now, my mom all tiny called uh, an ice cream cone from Dairy Queen, a large Dairy Queen. That's how she ordered it. My my <laughs> stepmother has been known to go to McDonald's, sit in the drive through and order a regular McDonald's. <laughs> what does she mean? I think she just means a hamburger because they just never eat there. But it pisses my dad off. 
who is now not with us, but, and she's Italian and she has all of that. Yeah. So she's like, I'll have a regular McDonald's check. And he's like, what the hell is a regular McDonald's, Carol? You want a cheeseburger? You want a hamburger? She's like, a regular McDonald's. Like she just is <laughs> not having it. But Mamma Tiny, tell us her favorite well, thing to do. She was legally blind. Is And is that your mom's mom? My dad's mom. Your dad's mom is Mamma Tiny. Yeah. Why Tiny, first of all? Um, Because she was really skinny and really tall when she was a little girl. Okay. And that it stuck. No one ever called her by her name. They called her tiny. Anyway, when she got like later in life, one of her favorite things to do was to call the obituary hotline, which was you called the funeral home in my little town in Appalachia, Eastern Kentucky. And somebody would read off who was dead. Like the weather, like calling in for the time and temperature. Yeah. And it was her favorite thing to do. And she would do it anytime. Like you, she could have a house full of company and she'd be like, Oh, 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 I haven't called the obituary hotline. She would sit and listen. And then she would announce if she knew the person, like I went to high school with him or, Oh, that's so-and-so's brother. Or, you know, she always wanted to announce that she knew whoever was dead. I love her. I love Mamaw Tiny. Is she nice or is she mean Mamaw? Nice, funny really funny, was blind as a bat and rolled her hair every Sunday. She rolled her own hair. Oh yeah. Like sponge rollers. Yeah. Like Saturday night, do it up and go to bed, wake up in the morning and pick it out. She was, she was a cute little lady. Um, But yeah, Mamal Tiny, I want to be at that place in my life when I die. Just ready, excited. Everybody I know is dead. Take me now. Isn't it funny how you can sort of more imagine it now? Like when you're that old, what are you going to do when everybody's gone? And let's be honest, younger people don't talk to old people. No, not very much. Most of them, some do, but a lot of times they don't. And so you just feel like they're just sitting there. Like when they're really old, I'm talking really old. And I think I just don't want to be propped up in a corner at Thanksgiving You know, I think I'd be like, and I'm done. She would always tell us that she was the same age as Bob Barker. She was very excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) I think Bob Barker is still alive. I don't know how he's doing, but I think he's still alive. I think he's still alive too. He might not be. I find that stuff out all the time. You ever have where you find out a celebrity's dead and then somebody's like, they've been dead eight years. And you're like, oh, (laughs) I know. Um, But Bob Barker, as he got older, my God, he was not having it. He would get pissed off at people (laughs) and he was just kind of grumpy. Did you ever see him act like that on the show? I don't think I ever really watched it enough to pay attention. Where they would be so excited, like they got on the damn prices, Mm -hmm. right? And they're going crazy. And then he would be like, okay, okay, settle down. That's enough. And I thought, well, he has done this for 76 years. He's not amused. No, he was done. And they they did also, I saw like a documentary one time too of all of the, the ladies, the models who were talking about that he would call them into his office and tell them to lose weight. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. You want some celebrity gossip? It's true. And I mean, all of them talked about it. He was keeping tabs on that. Is that you dinging or me dinging? Not me. What's dinging? Look at, Aww, that's a that's picture cute. of me and Chris. Do you hear that ding again? I do. There is like a magic ding happening. Did you hear that? You hear everything. I did hear the dings. I heard that. I'm going to kill him. Everyone is dinging and you're making magic in here. 
I'm going to go tell him to shut up. BRB in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. Back. And we're back. Oh my God. Okay. So here we go. Speaking of death, (laughs) were we just talking about death? Yes. Here's what I've decided because, you know, I like me a little emotional. However, I have this new idea. Oh, okay. What's your new idea? I want to be buried with my eyes open, but here's what I want it to be like. I want ultimately want to be cremated, but this would be pre-cremation to be in the casket and maybe in a suit, maybe in a tux. Oh, but I want them to sit me up where, you know, they have the half door, Mm -hmm. open the half door, sit me up, turn me toward the audience. And I want to like, be like, if you think when a raccoon is in attack mode, they're like, you know how they look when you're, they're so mean. Like that would be awesome. My eyes open frozen. Like when people walk in the church, they'd be like, oh my God. And them have to hear all all the nice things that are said by the pastor (laughs) (laughs) and the people that get up to share, like while they're crying. Right. People keep looking down at that. At you in raccoon form in a tux, but with a raccoon, like, <laughs> like my claws, my hands would be up and my fingers curled snarl. Yeah. yeah. God, yes. that would be hilarious. It would be really funny. What about a disco wall? I feel like that needs to be part of your funeral. Well, you could hang that over top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. That'd be fine. So tell us what is happening at your funeral. Mine's pretty simple. I don't want to be in like a formal dress or anything, just kind of whatever when they walk in the door. Like I want Fazoli's or Olive Garden to be at the door and people walk in and be like, hi, would you like a breadstick? Like that's, that has to happen. Non-negotiable. Everyone gets a breadstick. Yes, because I love bread. In lieu of flowers, please enjoy a breadstick from the Olive Garden. It's how she would have wanted it. (laughs) It is how she would have wanted it. Do you think some will lay the breadstick like on you like that? That would be perfect. I'm not kidding. I know that sounds stupid, but I really am serious about it. I want, I want it to be like a party. I want there to be nineties music and that's it. Like, I don't want any of this crying makes me uncomfortable. So I'm not going to enjoy it in my death either. So like get up there and tell a funny story and have a breadstick. That's all I'm saying. And when do you want to go? I want to be at the point where I'm checking obituary hotline. Which you will totally do. A hundred. Yeah. Obituary hotline is today's Facebook. Also the little funeral homes in my hometown plays all of the funerals live on Facebook live. So you can join at any point. If there's a funeral going on, you can view it. Serious? I love it. And I watch it. I watched it all the way home from California to Indy just a few weeks ago. I watched like three people that I knew. I watched their funeral. (laughs) Watched every bit of it. You know what else is entertaining? What? Looking at wedding pictures of other people. Right now in my garage is my wedding dress from 2002. It's boxed, cleaned, all of it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And I don't know why I thought it, I was so special that I should keep it. Everybody thinks that their wedding is like the event of the century. Right. It, well, it is. And to them personally, but they think that people care about it is my point. <laughs> people care about food. Listen, at my first right. wedding, we at the reception, we had nuts and mints. That's it. Yeah. 
And people left because of course they did. They were hungry. And we were like, it's fine. Nobody's coming to the wedding for food. It's all they're coming for. And so by the time you got to the reception, like literally everybody was gone. Yeah. I feel like that was traditional. Well, now you got to have food. You got to have food. You got to have dinner and dancing. Everything. We just got married in August. And while we did have a venue and had dancing and dinner, we didn't care about flowers. We didn't do flowers. We wanted to look nice in suits and we wanted our friends to come and have good food at the end. But you have a little different story. I do. Here's what happened. We had planned to get me, have a little small friends and family, just like what you said, dinner, quick vows. That's it. In April of 2020. Okay. Okay. Yeah. March 2020 happens and everything's shutting down. And I say, Tom, I think we need to go to the courthouse because if the courthouse closes because of COVID for a couple of weeks, we're going to miss our opportunity to get an actual license. So he slips on his camo Crocs and I have a oversized, like 4X Colts hooded blue sweatshirt. And we walk into the courthouse here at like right at closing time. And they were like, we're shutting down. We don't know when we're going to open this place up again. So do you just want to go ahead and get married right now? Uh, okay. So that's our wedding story. <laughs> we didn't have to say nothing. She just stamped the pages and we signed it. And that was that. In an Indianapolis Colt sweatshirt and camo Crocs. And guess what? I'm just as married to in the sweatshirt than I was in my bride's magazine dress. I So you said once when we were talking, you, you called it a failed marriage. Yes. Because I don't think my daughters want my wedding dress for my failed marriage. That's what I said. Okay. I want to talk about that for a second because I have some thoughts. I get it. And I think you and I grew up with the same history of church and super evangelical. And a marriage only really counts if you are married from the day you turn 22 until the day you turn 92 and die. Right. Right. That's marriage. It's forever. And I always think about people who are miserable in their marriage because we change in time. I'm not the same boy I was when I was 22, but people get so focused on that ragged finish line 50 years in the future. Mm -hmm. And that becomes how we measure a successful marriage. Mm -hmm. And then there are these people, how, how long were you married? 16 and a half years. See, this is what I'm talking about. What else in your whole life have you done for 16 and a half years? And we call it failed. It's not Mm -hmm. failed. I know that the way that we've been taught to view that as if it's failed, yet you did that for, I did it for 23. You did it for 16 and a half years. That's not failed. I feel bad for people when they think that they've so effed things up. And as if it's a scar that they'll never outlive because some people don't care anymore but people our parents' age, they carry around shame over that. They don't want anybody to know that they were married before Mm -hmm. or how come their name is different from their kids. I hate that. Yeah, there is a lot of shame. And I I remember when I was first dating after my divorce, I thought if I get married again, it's not not a real marriage. My real marriage failed. And so it took a while to just kind of evolve from that thought, you know, just unlearning, a lot of unlearning to do. (laughs) 
And, and the hope is that we'll be married forever. I mean, I think yeah. we commit to be married forever, right? That's what I did back in August mm-hmm. to be together forever. And I did that in 1994 too, but I didn't know what I didn't know. First of all, a little change of plans. And now that I'm married to a man where I was married to a woman. So there's that right. little caveat. I just, I, I think that people are too hard on themselves over time. So many of us change or we've gotten married when we were 20, 23 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. You just don't know your head from your ass. Yeah, that is true. Totally. And that's all I have to say about that. We almost got our um, art selected. Look at this one. I still think this is our best option. Yeah. You know, but there's something I kind of like about that one. I look like Beetlejuice. Mm -hmm. You're right. That's not good, but I look great there. If they can just like (laughs) warm up my face, I'm fine with it. No, they did a good job on these though, didn't they? Yeah. Except for the one with the marble eyes. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can find it on here. Podcast design. Oh, there it is. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like maybe they were joking and they accidentally hit submit. This is who's waiting for you when you get to hell. <laughs> I'm Matt, your host. For all eternity. So thanks for joining us on this pilot episode of Fire Away. We did it. We did it. We totally did it. And we want you to share this podcast. So fire it away to your friends. See what we did there. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash podcast fire away and on Instagram. You do have the power to share this podcast with all of your friends. So help us out. Let's get this party started. Fire away. Fire away.